Geektastic Cypher is brought to you by Nerdstock. Nerdstock is your premier nerd music festival and is coming June 4th and 5th, 2022 at Paradox Theatre in Montreal. The festival features bands and artists inspired by nerd culture. For more information about past shows and updates on the 2022 event, visit shanksevents.ca. That's S-H-A-N-K-S events.ca. Beautiful people of the city of Montreal and across the world from Montreal to Montana. We are here this week on Geektastic Cypher with our wonderful guests, Skinny. Um, I'm longtime friend. We've known each other for, I don't know, since diapers almost. Uh, This is my friend, Lori Foster. Uh, she, (laughs) She is an amazing all around person. Um, but today she's representing uh, Unlikely Hero <laughs> Studios, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're gonna just talk to her about that, what they got going on, and uh, you know, probably dabble on a few things worldwide. You know, little crises here and there. Yeah, there's uh, there's some small fires in the small fires. global sphere of of all things scary. Lori, how are you today? Yeah, Thanks for joining us. I'm great. I'm excited to be here and chat with you guys, and yeah, awesome. I worked so hard to not ask 101 questions before we started. I was like, I want to ask you about this and this and this and this and then your favorite applesauce flavor. Um, But I feel like, if anything, we'll probably start with, can you tell us a little bit about what you do so that the people at home can know? Sure. Um, So I'm an inker. I'm a comic book editor, but I also own Unlikely Hero Studios, uh, which is a small comic publisher. Um, I kind of do everything. I, I don't really know. There's not really a limit to it. Uh, I do, I'm a graphic designer. Um, we, you know, I order merchandise. I do, I do all of it. It's. <laughs> how long have you been doing it for? Yeah. How long? Um, I think if, I would say officially five years. Oh, wow. Okay. Four or five nice. years. Yeah. Feels like um, longer that I was, Oops, Sorry. Oh. Go ahead. Feels like longer to me. I don't know why, but go on. <laughs> um. Well, so I when I initially I was initially hired as an inker for Unlikely Hero Studios. Uh, I did not own it. Someone else owned it. That's probably okay. what you're remembering. Um, yes, that is what I'm remembering. Yeah. I feel like um, that's a fair I, part of the story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they hired me as an inker. I inked uh, Super, uh, which was the first book that they released, um, and. Um, I'm not sure exactly how we got here, but basically, you know, I helped them while I was thinking, I started helping them with the business end of things um, because, you know, they kind of had their uh, business agreement written on a napkin, like very casual. And I was like, okay, well, you know, maybe, you know, gave them some suggestions and then it just kept building up. And now I own it and we're publishing like seven different series. And can I ask the usual question and no shade to them, but were they just a bunch of boys? Is that because signing contracts on napkins is boys things that we do? Like I have deals with people that I've written on napkins. And then in true blue fashion, there's always someone in my life, most often a woman who will come along and be like, yeah, that's not necessarily the best way to manage 
your business. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and and like not and I know this was probably not your intention, but I do love the idea that uh your story starts with like I helped them and now I own them. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like it feels weird. Yeah, it feels weird saying that, but but yes, yeah. It was and and they had great ideas and they were doing good shit, but I was like, but we could do so much more. And, right. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. There's not, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with seeing the potential in what someone's doing and then working with them to get them there and then taking over because you rightfully did a lot of the work. And it's that I, I think that's a fair thing. I think most people should realize that. And also, I, I you elevated everyone that's there, right? Because like you were saying, there's now seven titles. Uh, I saw a few of them on the site. That must be such an amazing feeling and such a great thing for you having known where they were and what you were doing and now where they are yeah like this wasn't like a daenerys targaryen thing where i came yeah. in and like burned it all to the ground like I, you know <laughs> they were like yeah you know what maybe you should be in charge of this right well, and that's it too right they probably at one point were just like i mean you seem to really know what you're doing so <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and you're an artist like that's I feel that's another thing. I think that's really important because sometimes people walk in who have very strong business acumen, but not necessarily of the art world. And then they feel like, oh, I have ideas. But it's like, but you aren't necessarily one of us. So it's always nice to have one of us who's also uh, of the of the, the the shield, the kin. Oh, yeah, 100 percent. There's always people. There's always people who have ideas. I do get a lot of that. Like, oh, I have this really great idea about this thing. And it's like, okay, well, we're going to need more than that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it, needs to, it takes a lot of effort to go from idea to like published comic book. There's, you know, there's yeah. an art team. There's <laughs> That's so true. many. I, I have an idea or two that I could probably send your way myself. But it's, right. probably like, right. it's probably like, it's only a page's worth though. So we have a lot of work to do and fleshing it out. <laughs> 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 I was just looking at the art on your uh, on your website here. Most of these are you, or all of these are you? Uh, no, I'm not the inker on all of the series. Uh, I ink super. I ink some of the surgeon. Um, on some of these series, uh, I I'm more of an art director, so I'm mm. you know I'm running a, a team of artists, usually from all over the world. Um, who are working on the books. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, these look these look awesome. Actually, just looking at the cover art makes me want to read some of these. Actually. Oh yeah, yeah. particularly the unthinkables that I'm into. Really, I'm actually going to pull this. That's up that's the one it. I was just looking at. <laughs> yeah, unthinkables. I'm like, what's going on with this one? That's so funny. Is um, that the one? When so uh, one question because I I I used to go to Fan Expo in Toronto a lot, and one of the most fun panels was the Joe Casada panel where he talked about how they go about recruiting artists. Um, because it was always like, you know, Marvel, a whirlwind of just like people throwing stuff at them and being like, we really want to do this. And what's it like for you when you're like doing recruitment or working with people? How do you find artists? Because uh, I'm sure some of the people listening to us right now are probably just like, I, I, I got some skills in the ink department. I could probably do a few uh, outlines and some stuff. Right. Um, That's a good question. Uh, so some of our teams kind of, um, the writer came to me with a team already. Oh, cool. So he was like, I have this artist. I already, you know, he already did some stuff, uh, you know. Um, but when we hire artists, um, uh, I'm trying to think of, of 
of how to put this. Um, in the indie comics world, I tend to prefer hiring someone who's interested in the book that they're working on mm. um, rather than just a mercenary because oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. the book comes out better. Um, you know, a lot of like it's a lot more collaborative than it probably is in say like the Marvel uh, universe. Yeah. You know, it's just the pencilers passing it to the inker, and then they never see the pages again, and then they're passing it to the colorist, they never see it again. Um, I like to have a collaborative effort. Um, and I want the artist to be kind of invested in what we're doing because mm. it's it's just a different process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like when you get a kid from Montreal playing for the Montreal Canadiens. It's not just a hired gun. That kid wants the cup for the city, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. So I feel I get that. I definitely understand that. I think that's cool. I, I, I you know, I feel like in music, that's one thing that I think is really cool. Like, you know, when you're like Toby and Skinny are both producers. And I feel like when you it's when you're working on someone and you like, we've talked about it on the show when you work with an artist and you and the artist, the producer and the artist work together on a project, like you're going to do an EP or an LP, you, you kind of get a better sense of cohesiveness because it's the whole project through as opposed to, yeah. Oh, I'm just going to get like every, every guy I know who makes beats, I'm going to hit up and be like, yo, send me your best beat. And I'm just going to throw what I can at it. And I feel like, a little bit like that mercenary thing of like, yeah, you're a great artist. Here are these pages we want to do. And not that it's not possible to get great, great work out of them, but I understand the idea of like making them feel connected to it. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. It helps a lot if they like the book, if they want to draw that kind of book, like otherwise you can kind of see in the, in the art that like you can tell in the art when someone's bored with what they're doing, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 That's true. Right. Toby, you're about to say something and I cut you off. Apologies. No, no. I was, I was going to add on to what you said about the producing thing and working with someone like specifically from ideation to like putting out a project. There's a difference between being in the room with that artist or with that person you're working with versus having a bunch of different people working on something and it's not being cohesive. So I just wanted to add to that at all. Actually, that's all. Um, yeah. So anyway, yeah. Um, what is... If I were to ask you, what is what does your dream or like the future of what you're doing look like to you, Lori? Oh, cool. Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> Essentially, um, when are we getting a super show? Sorry. No, go ahead. Right. Well, okay. Apologies. So, yeah, I mean, the obvious answer is, you know, like a Netflix series would be great. Uh, you know, some kind of show, like getting it into movies or shows, uh, would be amazing. We have a lot of content that I think would be really good, mm -hmm. uh, for that. Um, but also, um, I guess, so currently most of our production is, is going through Kickstarter. Like that's basically, we're using Kickstarter as a pre-order system. Um, so, you know, short-term goals, I want to get all of our books on Diamond. Diamond mm -hmm. is basically the just the only distributor for comics to comic book stores. Yeah. Um, so we're working to get into that. Um, I, I think it's week 10 now and they haven't gotten back to me and they're like, it could take, uh, you know, a couple months. Like, I don't know what they're doing. Um, <laughs> yeah, because like you're going to working with diamond. Don't you pay them? Like, how does it work for diamond? Like the comic shops order from that big catalog that you guys would be a part of. Right. So essentially what you do, like you apply with your series, they accept you or, or reject you um, mm -hmm. based on, you know, your social media following and all of that crap. Um, and then um, 
yeah, people basically pre-order the book and then mm-hmm. Diamond tells you, okay, they pre-ordered, you know, two or 3,000 or however many thousand. And then you have to print, get the books printed and sent to them. Okay. So you're paying that initial cost and yeah. then they pay you back afterwards yeah. based on that pre-order. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I feel um, like, I feel like it's a win for them to just accept because I've seen the titles. Uh, I, I, I do remember reading super, I think in 2015 uh, and, um, and, and being like, Oh, interesting. Like, cause I always like kind of the take of making fun or kind of being a little bit tongue in cheek about soups, you know, like, cause as a kid who grew up reading the very, serious story of batman the kid who lost his parents and is broken emotionally and then breaks other kids emotionally and we all just go yay batman you know like like i like when we start making fun of those ideas and or making commentary on them through other comics that themselves are so interesting yeah thank you yeah especially you know people get so fans get so serious about batman and superman and like it's just fun to make to poke fun at like we still love batman and superman of but course. like it's fun to make fun of them <laughs> there are more ideas out there too in the stratosphere that we can sort of you know put out put forth that should probably at this point be more in the forefront than batman and superman we've seen so much batman and superman <laughs> and spider-man <laughs> even at this point it's getting close to spider-man fatigue a little bit too oh yeah <laughs> just a little uh, just looking at Super right now as you were talking. In the grand tradition of Venture Bros and Mysterymen. See, I'm so behind. I don't even, I never watch Venture Bros. I know, I know Dave on the show always talks about Venture Bros and how much he loves it, but I've Shame. never seen it. I know, I know. I so want to I walk like you I'm... through the streets, Game of Thrones style. How have you not watched that show? <laughs> it is magnificent. Yeah, I mean, as soon as I, because I, I, I had read it when it first came out. But as soon as I saw that, when I recently reread like the caption, I was just like, "Oh yeah, yeah, this is that's the fun. That's the that's the that's the gem in comic books." I love again, like as a fan, you love the idea of being able to make fun of stuff and be creative and like laugh at it a little, as opposed to because like you're saying, it's true. Like you know, I just had a debate with somebody the other day about whether or not Batman could beat Superman. And uh, and uh, my, I essentially ended the debate by being like, hey, man, because uh, he was he is really trying to stick to like, here are the logical facts of why Superman as a speedster can react faster than Bruce Wayne or Batman could do anything. And I was just like, cool story, bro. The physics of every comic book is based on who is writing it at the time. Everything you're saying goes out the window. And he's just like, physics don't change, man. The physics of the comic book universe is the same as the physics in the universe we live. It's just an alternate to us. And I was just like, nope. That's already. That is is not true. No. Yeah. It, it, It like, tell me how about the physics of the human body and energy and how the flash can run around and how the flash technically if he was an actual speedster in the world we live in wouldn't he have to constantly be eating as he's running to be able to maintain that and that's what i I, you know also by that logic remember how catwoman was able to stop him by tripping him i brought that up i brought that up (laughs) 
I, I, he got mad at me when I brought it up. Pl- yeah. It's just plot. I'm like, yes, that's the whole point. That's the whole point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. I'm pretty sure also, like, if Superman existed and he tried to fly, like, every time he took off, he would just make a massive canyon in the ground. Right. Yep. Like, it, you can't say that it's real. It's not real physics. Guys. At all. Uh, you know, guys, every time I talk to an insane nerd online, I, I love coming back to this show because then I remember, oh, okay, I'm normal. They're yeah. the crazy one. Exactly. <laughs> That's the only way to look at it. Yeah. You know, I did have a question. You mentioned Netflix and putting something, some of your content. I know you want to put all of them on Netflix or have them all out there. But if you had to pick two Ooh. I was going to ask that yeah. you that you feel could be a TV show or at least would be super successful and fans would gravitate to right away. Not to say the other ones aren't great, by the way, for anyone else you don't pick. <laughs> but which two would you say uh, if you had to pick? Wow. Oh, mm. that's a good question. And like, but like my budget is infinite. Like we're pretending like. Yep. Umbrella Academy budget. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Okay. Not, not, not the other one that they did that they ruined where they had them uh, looking Jupiter's like Sarah Knight. Yeah, Jupiter's Legacy. They had them no. looking like Saturday Night Live costumes. You get a real budget to do a real show. Yeah. Umbrella Academy has a decent budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great budget. The yeah. graphics are amazing. Oh, wow. That's a really hard question. <laughs> Who's your favorite baby? Um, <laughs> wow. That, it's really hard to pick this two. Uh, well, up into three. Um, probably Super Unthinkables and The Surgeon. The Surgeon. Surgeon is pretty I, wicked. Yeah. Yeah. The Surgeon, yeah, I think, is like awesome. a really. We have a lot of post-apocalypse crap. Hi. Um. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but it's it's a different, better take on it, and I think it would play really well right now, especially. Um. Because like we never really specify why the world ends in the surgeon, and it could easily end because of, you know, what's uh, currently going on right now. So interesting. And and when I you say it, what's currently going on right now, there's a lot of things going on. So which one specifically <laughs> are we talking about? <laughs> I I mean I just meant everything collectively, COVID and, okay. and the Ukraine and the just everything's kind of falling apart yeah. right now. So you know. It's Not a really to be a weird. downer. But. Also, let let the cat be. It's okay if if he or she wants to be part of the show. That's fine. Oh, yeah, let him be. I don't want him to knock over a light or something. And, and okay. yeah, <laughs> it's funny because I'm in meetings all day, and everyone's cats always like just walks in front of the screen at the most inopportune moments. They do that a lot, actually. I noticed. He literally ignores me until I'm on the screen, and then yeah. he's like, okay, now's the time. Now I want the attention. Oh, there he is. What are your takes on the current? I mean, not to, many of us don't have takes on the current world situation, but I know like, you know, some of us either have this opinion or not, but I'd like to see like, are I'd like to ask, are you shocked? Oh, wow. Um, at, at, at for like a re- the Russia Ukraine situation, for example, general state of, of the, of the quote unquote fucked upness of the world. Right. Are, yeah. are, are I, I think it, uh, so not just referring to Russia, just everything right now. Everything yeah. you can touch on yeah. a little as we go down, but yeah. Uh, sure. So, um, 
Yeah, when when the whole COVID thing started, like, and you know, I used to watch zombie movies and horror movies and be like, this shit isn't mm-hmm. realistic. <laughs> yeah, but it is. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's been a shock to me. Uh, kind of a downer. Mm-hmm. No, that <laughs> was the first thing I think for us. You know, I, I want to say geeks or nerds that are into stuff like this. The moment it happened, I was like. No way this is actually happening. <laughs> Toilet paper and stores are getting ransacked. I was like, this is the walking dead. It's happening. It's um, literally happening. <laughs> and all the things that you you know you normally watch, you're like, oh, that's not realistic. They wouldn't be that stupid. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Always sent to surprise you when you least expect it. You know, <laughs> you know there was a show, I can't remember what show I was watching now, but one of the characters said something along the lines of you see like the survivors the the those of us who remain are not the best of mankind meaning that like the only people who survive tend to be or who actually last tend to be the worst of mankind which was i kind of went and i was like holy shit that kind of might be true because the the best of mankind are usually in those shows or movies fighting for their lives the whole movie Mm -hmm. And being hunted by the worst of mankind, right? So this 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 is this this shows you just how I, I don't want to say um, it shows you the state of the world and as who we are as humans at the end of the day too. And it's kind of sad to be honest. Um, like social media, the way it's been the past couple of years too, has kind of just been a little bit depressing. I've fallen off of social media a lot in the past two years. I've just kind of taking a big massive break <laughs> because yeah. it's just it's just a, a, a I, sh- I, shithole. Yeah. <laughs> I tend to pick my battles now. I don't really I'll say a few things, but I won't engage in any arguments because I just know that the two thousand some odd people that are also there will get notifications and I just don't feel like doing that. Mm. Uh a strong advocator slash as I call him the get 'em club in my uh friends list is Lori. Uh there'll be times where I will and I appreciate it all the time, but I there'll be times where I'll just literally like let a status go. Someone will go in and try to disagree and then it'll be like Danny Leo and Lori that'll just be like <laughs> I don't have to say anything. It literally like get them and they just Bam with the intelligence. Like it's just like, all right, I'm just gonna beat you with my brain. And then it's it's funny to see the back and forth because like you don't pull any punches, Laura. Like you're you're in there. <laughs> and it's like like sometimes like maybe she knows this person. I'm like, no, they don't have any kind of rapport at all. Is it is it mostly mostly like common sense is like lacking these days, I guess. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. yeah. And I think I think a lot of it has to do with the isolation and people being alone with their their own thoughts for too long. And not really having that human physical interaction to really like keep them in check. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have sort of lost that a little bit. Uh, and in a short period of time, <laughs> that's like, it's crazy. And, you know, this is why we shouldn't be putting people in isolation too, like at any point in time, because it does mess with you if you don't have that support around you or it people again. quickly. <laughs> Only two years and people just, ooh, first six months, mm-hmm. people start losing it. Like, IE, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's Man. nuts. I, and I think it also goes to show that we aren't really, unless we live off the grid, we're kind of at the mercy of sort of like politicians and like law, you know, the, the way things are um, in the world right now. Um, there's so much I would like to change. <laughs> I'm thinking about moving up north myself, man. I'm really like, do I need to live down here? I don't know. Can I just like 
just you disappear up there and just kind of think about know. it. Like, think about it. You nece- you don't necessarily need to be in a metropolis these days. You don't. Okay. Um, unless unless your work, again, calls for it and the commute is ridiculous. But a lot yeah. of jobs these days can be done remotely if 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 possible, too, you know. Um, the off chance that they do need me in, I don't that too. I wouldn't want to have to drive two, three hours in. That's yeah, right. So it's just kind of like I don't know. But, uh, I, I, I don't know, Lori. How do you feel about? Yeah, I mean, we've asked you, but not so much the state of the world, but just like things like that. Living in isolation, um, working remotely if you could, living far out if you could, versus living in the city. I know. I mean, where you're at is, I guess, a little bit rural. You don't have any yeah, where there. where where in uh, if you don't mind me asking, <laughs> we're in Montana. <laughs> uh, I'm in Hamilton. Uh, it's so it's not like super isolated. You know, we have uh, we're an hour from Missoula, which is a pretty big town. Um, but where we are, you know, I mean, we have internet and we have stores <laughs> and hospitals. Like it's not like, um, but we are in the Rockies. So and the population in Montana is pretty low, so it's pretty spread out, which I like. Nice. Um, so you didn't and really I know, see like, Mr. COVID then around there, really, right? Um, so <laughs> Uh-oh. People, okay. So people in Montana, um, well, first of all, our governor is insane. So he we are red or blue. Of, I think we're the only state in the US uh, where it is illegal to mandate masks or vaccines. It is illegal to mandate them. Okay. Oh, snap. Interesting. So, Yes. Um, so <laughs> no one here wears a mask. Most, I think we're 40% vaccinated or 50%. Um, people, if you came here, you would be like, oh, there's no pandemic. Oh, shit. Um, I'm not a personal fan of that. So I've been really isolated for the last two years and <laughs> mm. <laughs> avoiding people. <laughs> um, it's completely different. Like I talked to my mom, of course, she's in Montreal and she's like, wait, so you don't have to wear a mask like when you go to a restaurant and like the servers don't wear masks? No. Sounds very Florida like. And cases here are super high, even though there's only a million people in like a, the biggest state in the US or second biggest state. Um, but yeah, they basically they made a law here where it's um uh it's considered discrimination like against hmm unvaccinated hmm. people if you don't let them in somewhere or unmasked people if you don't let them in somewhere you don't okay. i think i think there's a middle ground in, in montreal yeah. in terms of right. laws and restrictions is on the extreme compared to right. other canadian uh, provinces and then where you're talking about is again on the other extreme of, <laughs> of of the spectrum so i think there's like a middle ground in there where you don't necessarily have to lock people down in their houses but at least have some protocols in place so that people can choose to protect themselves if they if they want to but um, man that's crazy i didn't i had yeah. no clue but i realized a lot of people were moving to areas like that though during the pandemic too though because of restrictions and, and stuff like that and the next thing i was going to ask you was like what the numbers were like but you said they were high so um, yeah they're high and you know the hospitals are pretty full icus are pretty full um because you know, it's basically just bouncing around at this point. And, right. you know, I'm worried about another mutation because there's areas like this where people aren't vaccinated. I guess we'll see what happens. Hopefully not. But like for me, being isolated is it's been OK because like what I do, I can do completely remotely. Um, mm. You know, all of our teams are international and everywhere anyway. So the only thing that we've been missing out on is Comic-Cons, of course. Um, mm. 
It's true. I don't. Did you go to a lot of Comic Cons actually before uh, before the pandemic? I want to say we went to a ton, but we went to more than we're doing now. Uh, currently, I don't feel comfortable just because, like, in a lot of states like this, yeah. like people aren't careful. Um, but yeah, uh, they they've pushed you know online conventions and and of course Kickstarter has been huge for us. So like we've we've been doing better during the pandemic so it's been working okay for me but i know not that's not the case for everybody of course online conventions how have those have you done you've done a few of those how's that been i know it's yeah, not it, easy it's it's interesting but i what i like about it is that it allows you like as a as a con goer to to see all of the panels like you can watch mm. everything you can you can meet you know the people you want to meet i mean you're meeting them online or you're chatting with them mm-hmm. or whatever but you can you know instead of running in running between panel to panel or only being able to see a couple of panels at a convention you can see all of them because you know they're being recorded and um that's pretty cool yeah yeah this is where the metaverse comes in i feel yep. like if we if we had that structure or infrastructure in place already it would be kind of cool to that those are events i'd like to go to like a virtual comic con yeah yeah exactly that would be awesome i don't know i don't know do but then mean? again then again yeah maybe because i'm not really a stickler for crowds anyway so that could kind of be beneficial. yeah i was gonna say you especially with the movies like you imagine if you just go to the movies in the metaverse <laughs> yeah and then i have i don't know i tried the oculus riff i used to test those things and it, it just never sat well with me because like i always feel like someone's gonna just come up behind me and like do something <laughs> So I just don't like the idea of just being like, huh, huh. And also, and then try playing Resident Evil on those things. It'll change your oh, view dude. on an Oculus Rift or any kind of virtual thing when you play a Resident Evil game on it. I think it was seven I played. And I, what do you mean? It's, it's, it's scary? It's too much. It's too like, much. There's, there's a Batman Arkham game in the, like on, I think the PSV or yeah, PSVR. And that there's a jump scare in that that's like a little too much. So Resident you know. Evil Seven had someone chasing you throughout this mansion throughout the entire time, and then you have to like walk through floorboards, and then there's like a lady like poking her head down, but it's 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 on your face. I, I like, can see that. I can you know see, I mean? I can see that. Get away from it. It's you not notice, like on your TV where you could step away. It's on your face. You step away yeah. and you're just in the game. I gotta try it. You notice how my smile got bigger and bigger as you were talking. I'm like, man, I still haven't, I still haven't tried the Oculus Rift or any of these games on there. I watch a lot of videos online of people like getting scared to the point of like running into walls. And yeah, stuff. yeah, because you can. Cause but, it's like, you, but aren't you, there, aren't yeah. there um, um, perimeters you can set so that you know when you're out of bounds, so you'd like to avoid that from happening. Yeah, but if sure. you're scared shitless, then you're going right. to forget who's are there. If you're immersed <laughs> in it and, like, it's surround sound on your ears, like, it doesn't take much for your brain to be like, okay, well, I guess I'm in this world now. And then oh, I love it. it. The I wrong person love... comes and taps you on the shoulder, and that might be a concussion for them. I would love if – oh, here, here this up. If there was mm-hmm. a movie or a horror movie and you put the Oculus Rift on and you're a character in that movie. So you're like a part of the cast in that horror movie, for example. And you could be like the final girl or whatever it is in that movie. But I think that'd be wicked, actually. And then you get to sort of, um, you know, like the Bandersnatch where you get to kind of pick your own adventure in that movie and be a part of it. That would be wicked. How does that not exist? Does that exist already? Um, Not to be out of pocket, but I know there's VR porn like that. So there must be Uh horror movies, right? (laughs) Out of pocket. You're right in the right show. Yeah, you just just jumped right in the pocket. Uh, Landed. 
I think uh, I think that came up last night too. For sure, there is. There has to be. Yeah, there is. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The POV That's type crazy. stuff. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, yeah. I don't know how a movie would really work with. I don't know. I don't. I no, don't I think it's for sure feasible. One hundred percent. It's probably super expensive to make yes. something like that. But I mean, I'm sure there's a market for it. I would do it. I'd watch. It'd have it. to be like an exclusive type of thing, and then the price tag on that would be nuts mm-hmm. to make that kind of happen. But. uh yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel like yeah, you would you would like the experience with it. I'm not a virtual type of person, so I could just and you don't like horror movies like, or anything like that anyway. So ah, it's you know, to be honest, horror movies now are not so bad because of the amount of things that I've managed to watch and be desensitized to. Okay, so it's not anything horror or are we talking slasher because i feel like people conflate the two there's a difference like i just saw okay. the new scream movie for example which actually right. was pretty good i'm not gonna lie okay i actually liked it um way better than the, whatever the last iterations they put out was it was along the lines of the first and second one this one right um and i feel like a lot of people conflate those movies for horror movies when they're like more slasher gore so what what horror movie have you seen lately? Actually, I saw I saw a uh, I think I saw a few scenes, not the whole thing, a few scenes from the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I would consider that horror. But I believe that would you the, consider that horror, Lori? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Well, obviously it's a slasher because it's you know chainsaws, but I mean you're also disemboweling people with chainsaws. Yeah, Stomachs and innards are coming in. Horror, right? Yeah. It's just a different yeah. It's not like the that what's that series, The Conjuring with the 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 right. dead yeah. you see that's horror, but that's yeah to me on a different level because to be honest, is this VFX have gotten to a point where I know it's not real? It's not like when I was a kid where I didn't it they had to put more effort into the effects because they were all practical. So then there's yeah. something about those because they were either shoddy or just grimy or gruesome or more gruesome looking. It just <clears> felt <throat> more real felt and, they had really to be creative, and they had to be creative with the camera angles and whatnot, because you couldn't necessarily show it from a certain angle. So it may have came off like a little bit more messed up versus yeah. now. And just the last scene in Texas Chainsaw is like a girl being pulled from the car and Leatherface just like lobbing her head off. But because of VFX, it's just so like smooth. You're just like, yeah, that's what I had. It wouldn't like. would be. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I think I think the conjuring is a little different, right? Like possession movies. I feel freak people out a lot more. Um, Anything that, with demon faces, I'm not doing. Yeah, <laughs> I've noticed that actually. Not Unless it's kids, though, I don't find movies with demon kids scary at Ooh, all. Neither do I. Really, that's a good point. Depends yeah. on the demon face, but no, not usually. But if that face is perfect and it's just a, if it's just a good amount of creepy, I'm out. I can't. Even though it's a kid, though, but it's a kid. Yes, the kids are even worse because there's kids everywhere, and then I don't know. There was one movie I saw recently that had a kid, and the kid herself wasn't like freaky, but the way she acted was. Um, oh my gosh, what was it? It's similar to The Witch, Hereditary. Hereditary, yeah. That was that was a good. I was not. That was too much. <laughs> I, love that movie. I wasn't with that one. Also, Brian said something along the lines of "Hardcore Henry" is a first-person action film. It is. If you've seen it. It's actually super cool. I'm surprised. It sucks that it didn't get like the recognition, but I wish again that I could put on VR glasses and actually be the character, just not like 
watching first person on the screen, you know? In a couple anyway. of years, they'll come with that, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Lori? What's the what's the latest thing that you've uh, you've watched? Uh, if we're talking like new TV like, show or movie, hmm. what about what the hell have I watched recently? What did I just watch? I'll list off a few I started, things. I started watching Peacemaker, but I haven't finished it. I saw it. Okay, so she so said good. the comment. The comment about people yelling at each other, I got from her because I saw you, you put that up. Like she's like I, I she's like I like the the show, but it was something along like I'm just tired of the people being screamed at comedy or what is it? Is that what you were talking about? I found the first. I think I just watched the fifth episode and it was better. But the first four episodes I found to be. First of all, everyone's yelling at each other the whole time. Correct. Mm-hmm. And then second of all, because I really like, I like Peacemaker in the movie. Like he's an idiot, but he's a competent idiot. Okay. And in the first four episodes of the show, he's not competent at all. And it just kind of like the stupid jokes just kind of got old for me. So I took a break from it, but then I came back and I watched episode five and I was like, okay, I might keep watching this. It's getting better. That's kind of true in the sense that in the, you're right about that. That's a good point. I didn't really think about that in the movie. He was like a little slow, but in terms of physically competent, he was, and there was a scene that kind of threw me off in the TV show. Now that you bring it up, I didn't bring it up the last time we talked about it on the show, but where he's jumping from balcony to balcony and just landing, like just splat every time he jumped off one balcony to the next. And I'm like, come on, this is supposed to be like a super, sort of he's supposed to be like dead shot right agile right. ability like so yeah you're right they kind of overplayed his stupidity a little bit at the beginning of the show um yeah, but I, and I, I, I think I, it gets better but like it, it started to grate on me i was like he wasn't this dumb and this is starting yeah. to bother me like it's an adam sandler movie like it's too much dumb that's interesting wow that- you're right it's almost like the first four episodes are a prequel to his character in the movie but they happen after the movie Kind yeah. Of. yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. And that, that's true. But the show as a whole is really good. I really enjoyed it as a as a character and as an arc. And the ensemble too for me was like really well, well done. Well done ensemble. Um what else have you watched? Oh, what else have I watched recently? Uh oh, Book of Boba Fett. I don't know if I can talk about that. Is that of course. Yeah, let's go. All spoilers. Oh yeah, okay. we spoil everything here. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, I'm not a big fan of it. Were you a fan of Boba Fett before? I mean, (laughs) he just fell into a hole. Like he'll like he didn't really do much. That's what I I know. I know, and that's why I'm happy about what you said. Um, he didn't do much. He looks really cool. Okay, I was a fan of how he looked before. He looked Mm. really cool. Um. There was there was one scene in I forget which of the three original movies where where Vader says something to him about no disintegrations and you're like oh yeah this guy's a badass and then he mm-hmm. just falls into a fucking hole and that might have been yeah. Empire and then he just kind of went, yes yeah. <laughs> anyway but yeah the series it frustrated me um, yeah there's so many things that frustrated me I can't like bring my thoughts no. into like, bring them out life. Bring them out. We had the um, same sort of thought. I think okay. general consensus. <laughs> yeah, general consensus was that like it it felt like a pit stop to the Mandalorian, which was far better than Boba Fett. It just didn't feel like a cohesive enough story. It didn't feel like we needed to see Boba Fett's 
to be honest. We didn't need to see him at all. We just wanted to know what happened to Baby Yoda and then the next chapter for yeah. The Mandalorian. Yeah. And I think they knew it going into it. And that's why we really only got three to four episodes of Boba Fett. Boba Fett. The strongest doing... episode is the one that Boba Fett isn't in. Yep. It really is the best episode. Um, it's to and... show you that it was fan service. Okay. Not fan service is that the show itself is fan service to the fans to let them know that this man that you thought was super cool might not have been all that cool. And this is what oh. happens when you get what you want sometimes. <laughs> no, it's true. Right. Like I they were so. like this. That we don't know what to do with this guy, so you know okay, we're gonna have we're gonna have him ride some shit. He's gonna be good at riding shit. He's gonna <laughs> ride those big mammoth things. He's gonna ride that thing in the desert, and then he's gonna ride the the, the not the star like the rancor. Yeah, that's what he's gonna do. He's a yeah. cowboy. He's a space <laughs> cowboy. <laughs> I love that. That is such that's an so, apt uh, like so view. True. Every time um, they showed him, he was riding something. That is very fair. And I had I had one very specific complaint, um, if you guys want to hear it anyway. Bring it. Yes, of course. Um, here. Why does... Okay. And maybe you guys know the answer to this, but I have not gotten an answer to this. Why does Boba Fett go back to the Sarlacc pit to get his armor? <laughs> like, why does he think his armor is in there? Because obviously... Oh, when he came out, he didn't have it on. You're right. Yeah, it should... Right, I agree but, with you. But, yeah. but hear me out. Yeah. Why would he take it off inside the Sarlacc? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> How did it come off? In like That's the only ex- explanation for his armor not being on when he's out is that someone took it. Like unless he stripped, he he did a strip tease for the Sarlacc while he was inside of it. Like it big, doesn't make any sense. Big facts. Either it he took it off inside of it and doesn't remember, or it melted away. But either way. It's not there by the time he thinks to go back for it. Like, I know he knows that it's Besker, whatever that material is made yeah, out of. Beskar, yeah. So if anything, you're right. He should assume it's not inside of it. It should. Even if I woke up and I wasn't wearing it, it wouldn't be inside of it. It would be somewhere else. Someone took it. That's a good point. Because because he and he knows that it protected him. Like he yeah. he knows that he'd be dead if he hadn't been wearing the armor. <laughs> That's so That's true. Fine. See, this is why we need different perspectives sometimes because these are little things that we kind of just like skirt by. Same thing with the peacemaker point you made before. I don't know if you heard that before, Brian. Yeah, yeah. I heard yeah. it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely agree. I feel like James Gunn was trying to be more comedic with it and because he was doing television, he's just like, okay, I got to make this sillier because in the movie, Peacemaker is is kind of going up against like other people who are of a higher level in the comics like and he can't be that stupid in comparison to them because it won't make sense like why would waller put this complete baffling idiot unless he's like the polka dot who is so powerful that his power outshines the level of intelligence you need from him or harley who is so lethal in the sense that she can survive almost anything even though she's batshit crazy peacemaker Mm -hmm. has to be either super skilled or somewhat smart. He can't be super skilled and completely stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And and in the movie, like he makes butthole jokes and stuff. Like they don't have to get rid of that. Yeah. But like just like a just like I don't know, it down a bit, yeah. less less stupid. Like it's it's and less creepy. Yeah. Like 
don't stalk the girl. Like that was, I know that they, yeah. they kind of played it up like, uh, you know, I'm just trying to get laid. It's like, no, that's even worse. Like that's, mm -hmm. the fact that you played that story up is like, I'm hoping to get laid by this very attractive woman. Let me follow her to a local bar. And I said it before. This is probably James Gunn trying to live out his own, <laughs> his own little dirty experiences with his wife on screen. Yeah, his own wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this is how I picked her up, guys. I followed her into a bar and was just like, hey, honey. And then she kicked three guys' asses. And I was like, that's the woman I'm going to marry. <laughs> Yikes. I, yeah. <laughs> Not a good look for Gunny. No. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's worse. It's worse than when I said he was economist. <laughs> yeah, that was so sad. Last was it last week you said that? It was last week. Yeah. To let you know, Lori, in case you didn't know, uh, James Gunn is actually dating the actress that plays Hardcore. Yeah. So I the director dated. Yeah, he said they're engaged. engaged. They're engaged. Yeah. So yeah. So the director of Guardians of the Galaxy and this is dating the agent that Peacemaker is following into the bar. And if you do the age difference, <laughs> yeah, no. no. <laughs> a little bit on the creepy side. A little bit on the creepy side. And on that note, we got to go to a quick ad break. <laughs> we'll be right back. So don't go anywhere. Geekcast excites this episode. I know. That's I didn't so have good. a choice. <laughs> this episode sponsored by Nerdstock. Check them out, folks. Geekcast Excitha is brought to you by Nerdstock. Nerdstock is your premier nerd music festival and is coming June 4th and 5th, 2022 at Paradox Theatre in Montreal. The festival features bands and artists inspired by nerd culture. For more information about past shows and updates on the 2022 event, visit shanksevents.ca. That's S-H-A-N-K-S events.ca. Yo! Nerdstock happening June 2022 folks speaking uh, of the mandalorian <laughs> yes i know it's kind of worked out perfectly that worked out that worked see out so really the segue well. worked it worked you're right you're right it did work <laughs> uh, i heard you guys talking about conventions and i did want to say i don't want to do one in the metaverse but i don't mind doing virtual ones because Lori, much like you said i do enjoy being able to like watch panels afterwards or kind of just tune into a panel tune out come back 20 minutes later and be able to like rewind and catch up I already watch everything at 1.5 speed. So I, if I'm watching it live and I take a break, I come back, I just catch up at 1.5 and then just go back to the live. So I think the that world be does not move fast enough for Brian. No, not at all. That's <laughs> not at if all. he could, it'd be like, he, honestly, I feel like you are the flash personified. Like if you could be a superhero, that's who I would say well, you are. Cause you was, just, every, you want to do everything and watch everything quickly. Oh, at the same time. <laughs> when I was a kid, the flash was the most interesting to me because of the fact that it was just like, he's so fast. He can do anything in that much time. I know there's certain things like, you know, for example, I'm sure Lori would not want flash Brian as a comic book artist on any of her, on any of her comics. Cause Why is flash that? Brian would burn through paper uh, as he's like, oh. just like, <laughs> like the pages are just like catching fire every time. It's like, oh crap! So, so you see, I'm putting it in in the context of my own. If I was the artist and writing the Flash in this world, you'd just be able to draw faster. That's it. Oh, okay. And, and you wouldn't burn through paper like it would in our physical yep. world. 
But like that guy said, it's the same physics, Toby. And I got to apply the physics of the real world in this comic so. book scenario because I would burn the... Anyway, sorry. Laura, you were about to say something and we rudely interrupted. Oh, no, it's okay. Um, I was going to say, what if you could have super speed, but you had to be like uh, the streak from super and you had to be naked? Oh. Yeah. Wait, why does he have to be naked? <laughs> yeah. Well, he just moves so fast that it, his clothes are no, off. Yeah, there's no material. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, I, I you know what? Streak, I, that makes sense. I like it. I, I will. That's <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. I think I would do it because I would probably be leaner. Like, as I am right now, as that's I am so right weird. now, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable doing it. But if I had a slimmer and leaner physique where I felt more comfortable, what if I felt more comfortable in my skin? I'm not going to be. <laughs> Uh, concerned with being hey man uh you say that but uh, if you do you guys remember the flash in kingdom come because mm-hmm, the flash mm-hmm. in kingdom come is naked he's essentially a god he doesn't exist on the earthly plane he just mm. vibrates he, oh. like you, you see a silhouette of him but he's essentially just vibrating all the time so he doesn't wear clothes either so yeah i'm down for let's do the streak let me let me go to the gym for a couple months first and then uh, you can imbue well, me with, with the, the power. super speed, like your metabolism is going to be. Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't need to work out. You're, yeah, you'd be burning through calories like nothing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but again, are we applying Bozo's physics application or the act like recreating our. <laughs> oh, I feel, Lori, that guy's a complete idiot. And I'm more than happy to call him one. <laughs> and I hope, I, I almost want to cut this out as a segment of the episode, post it, and send it to me and be like, hey, this is you. I'm talking about you being one of the stupidest people I've ever debated online. Um, I challenged him openly to debate me, and he didn't reply because, much like they always do, they always back down when the idea is like, defend your case publicly. Mm, makes sense. Yeah, you know, you funny. talked about the Flash Kingdom come, and I realized like he was ultra jacked. There's no way someone who runs that fast. Is that <laughs> burning calories no all way. the time? Yeah, yeah. speedster should. No yeah, speedster should never like. That's another thing for Zoom. Do you guys remember? Is it um, is it Task Force X? What's the name of that movie where Zoom essentially is running around the the whole main story is about Zoom, not the Flash, and it oh, ends with no. him getting a bullet to the head. Oh, oh. and is he and he's slowly dying? Yeah, he's slowly. Oh, that's dying. A, that's a Suicide Squad. Oh, the animated Suicide Squad. It's the second animated Suicide Squad, but it's after Flashpoint. So he basically, he's yeah. a villain in the Suicide Squad movie. And then he reveals that he still has that hole, the giant hole yes. in his head. But he's been yeah. like basically maintaining it because. Yeah. Because remember, he's jacked. And I always find it interesting that Zoom is jacked because Zoom's or it, it's, is he, a, is he Zoom or is he reverse Flash? He's Zoom. He's, he's Zoom. He's, he's Zoom. Zoom. Okay. Yeah. Technically a different character. Okay. Because. Yeah. Uh, reverse flash is kind of like out of sync of time which is his power i don't remember exactly if zoom Mm. had something similar but with that said it's the idea that those guys can be jacked because their metabolism isn't what keeps them as speedsters it's the fact that they're kind of displaced from normal time this is i know this is a geek podcast but i feel like that was a level of nerdy that i I went over Dude. the threshold, and I'm sorry, y'all. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, but, no, but wait, like, even if your metabolism is faster, like, if what if you just you over could you overcompensate so much that you could get jacked, even though? Oh, interesting. I don't know if you See, can crush the threshold. Like, like you're that, just though. like mainlining like ice cream and, and chicken. <laughs> like, <laughs> Actually, you probably could. 
mainlining ice cream pro- sounds like a could. wild adventure. <laughs> but how frequently That's... would you have to eat the junk food in order to keep that up? You're just, I don't know. You're just, you run around with like a tank of it on your back. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh man. And like, you know what's really gross about it is that the ice cream is just constantly (laughs) melting and hot. Yeah. Because you're 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 moving so fast. Yeah, like unless you Yeah, unless you get freeze to like build you a contraption that can survive as you're running. Yeah, we're getting Mm. to another level once again. We are creating (laughs) a situation in which a speedster (laughs) is working with with cold or sub like any sub zero character to create a structure that can maintain the cold of the ice cream so they can make continuously eat it to continue to be jacked from running at top speed. And that folks is a nerd minute. That was <laughs> chef's kiss. Was it, was it Batman who killed him too? Probably. Oh, Thomas was, Wayne's Batman. Yeah. 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 He shot him in That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm reading about uh, Kingdom Come Flash, and it, the the explanation is hilarious. He's like, "Yeah, Superman retired, but the Flash remained a hero, but he stopped stopping." Yeah, that's yeah, writing is that much. he stopped. He just he, kept running from crime scene to crime scene. He's like, "Bro, like, you yeah, just yeah, nonstop." <laughs> yeah, I remember when when I read Kingdom Come because, and this is something I would love to see Super do or any because just the idea of like the next generation of the like the kids of the supers coming up that's even more fun to me to like see how crazy those kids get because uh kingdom come kind of does a weird way with it where it gets really serious and like dark and depressing like mm. billy batson is being abused by lex luther and he's like an adult now and lex luther's brainwashed him and all the kids are kind of like depressed characters and it's like this is dark and i feel like i feel like unlikely hero studios would do such a m- more fun take on that like because there's like, a little you know, psychology to it, right? Are the kids themselves inherently evil because they're kids of villains? Mm. You know what I mean? No, no, that's it, right? That's that was yeah. the conversation. And and are the kids of heroes heroic because their parents were heroic? Of hero, yeah. That was the mm. whole. That's the whole conversation. Mm. Um, if Superman had an evil child. Superman, they, <laughs> that's what they should have done. I'm ha- like, you know, you read these comic books today, and people are getting upset with how repetitive the stories can be break the mold guys like yeah. that's that's and that's what you do you know like yes i that's funny because we're saying break the mold and Lori's just like bitch i am breaking the mold. <laughs> yeah legit Lori, say it say it you can say <laughs> it to me next time bitch, next I'm time i'm out of line me. virtually slap me and remind me bitch that's no what not at all i mean it, i get what you're saying though and i get your frustration because like even for me i have trouble getting people to start reading like once people have read one of our books like they're mm. usually hooked um, yeah. But getting people there, like getting them out of the Batman and Superman hole, yeah, and being like, you should try one of these, is difficult. But once you get there, then people are like, oh wow, there can be this whole other, oh yeah, yeah. universe of not Batman and Superman. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. I yeah, we've it. had a we've had a couple folks on in in the same sort of space, and I think it's interesting to see everyone doing it differently. The new yeah. people coming up trying to like just separate themselves from like, the Marvel and DC mold a little bit. Um, that that's what I like about it, and I'm excited for that future. Um, and obviously, like the diff the difference in the stories as well too is is the biggest thing for me. I think. Oh, um, the one part of the show I did miss was which show, which comic did you end up deciding would get the series? 
Oh, I, I know um, this is repetitive for anyone who's already heard it, but <laughs> apologies. Um, I, I really said, wanted to know the answer, but I, I, I it, you said it in the time it took me to walk from here to get into my car, and I was like, damn it. <laughs> um, I said Unthinkables and The Surgeon because they said mm. I could pick two because I could not pick. One. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ooh, pick one. Actually, yeah, actually, I gave her three, and she picked Unthinkable, uh, Surgeon, and. But uh, actually. Yeah. I, I we just printed these. This was for our last Kickstarter. It's for a new series called Power Broker. Oh, dope! It looks amazing. Dude, that looks that so looks good. good. That looks so um, good. and I might can actually bring it a, a, a little closer, a little closer to Let's the see camera. See if I can without it losing focus. Right. If you tilt oh, yeah. a little bit, Ooh, nice. Yeah, oh, that looks good. No, I like that. Look at that That's art. Awesome. That might be our cover wear. for our podcast. By the way, just so you know. Yeah, it should be. And it's. Um, <laughs> It's basically about like people live in a city where you can buy superpowers. Oh, dope. Oh, snap. That's cool. Um, and then you end up, of course, with chop shops where people are basically. So your genome is lined up for a certain some like a small group of superpowers that works for your genome. OK. Um, but if you get one that doesn't work with your genome, it can like fuck you up and mutate you. Let me see if I have. Oh, like, this, man. Like this will oh, happen. No. Like bad shit. Oh, that's that not guy, good. That did his muscles come out of his body? Yeah, basically. Turned him inside out. Um, <laughs> but what happens is, so you know, rich people are buying superpowers because they can afford it, and oh. then poor people are screwed. So chop shops, underground chop shops, and end up existing where people can buy superpowers. But it's kind of like a random chance as to whether it'll work for your genome or you'll end up or like not. that guy. Oh shit! Um, and I think that would be a really cool series too. And I wanted to ask you guys, yes, like if you could buy a superpower, if you don't mind me hijacking your show for like two seconds, Girl, if you could buy a superpower, what would hit you us. buy? Wow! I'll go last because I know. <laughs> I'll go last, he says. Because um, if I go uh, first, I'm going to be talking for a while. So I'm like, I'm ooh, if I could buy any superpower. Not many times I've thought about which superpower I would have and never necessarily answered it. I just go through it's different so ones I would have. Oh, guys, I keep um, telling people, I know exactly what power you should have. What's the one where you, is like, is it precognitive thoughts or something where you essentially, you just know what's going to happen before it happens? The future? Yeah, precog. But not like how far how far of a precog yeah, do you want to be? Exactly. Like, I don't want it to be the point where okay, because I'm already a little bit clairvoyant. So I don't want it to the point of you know things. I'm just gonna slide that in. Like, I'm already yeah, I know, clairvoyant. Right? <laughs> this is news to me. I mean, no, no, you know what? I realized what you said you're talking about the podcast and how many times we've called yeah, okay. No, no, in my not own life, that. I'll okay, say well, things and then very dark things or <laughs> things will just happen if I say it. So Skinny's out here just oh, be like, listen, dude. I already have powers. Do so, not put any juju on listen, me, guys, bro. I'm the oracle. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It kind of runs in the family. But I, I okay. Uh, I would so probably funny. buy, yeah, distant future, I'd probably buy that. To just know. Well, but how far in the future? Because like, do you to the point where you see your own death? Five years. I can't see my I, Five like, years. Five years. I already like kind of. <laughs> <Dude, laughs> I, I don't want to get into it, but yeah. It's, I don't it's, know. It's Five years is because like. It's a long you, time. Like, when Toby said you want to see your own death, the, the scary part is. It could be if you do five years and you know it's five years, 
that the moment you get to not being able to see five years, you know something happens, oh. and that's even scarier. Oh, that's Yo, chill. that just a, made me. That just made yeah. me. Yeah. As soon as you said it, my first thought was, if I could see exactly five years, so every moment I have, I'm seeing five years ahead, and then all of a sudden I can't see. I know something happened, but I don't know what it deep. is. So oh, we need deep. to do a book about this. Yo, let's yeah, do I this literally, story. I, I literally we just just, just pictured book. this. The moment you said it, I just saw, oh crap, black. Like I just saw black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just you know? Yeah. Wow. Let's and then you have and then you have five years to, you have five years to figure out what happens. Lori, we just oh, wrote it. Guys, if you're listening bro. to this podcast, uh Geektastic Cypher and uh Unlike Your Hero Studios are gonna be working on a soon to be titled story. We're gonna storyboard this and uh and um, skinny, you might be I actually skinny, really are like you the lead? Idea. Sure, why I not? feel like we should make Skinny the lead. <laughs> I have Mr. one Free, more, but Mr. this Free is not Con so much Oracle a power. Right? This is more or less just I'd like, and this is is it's borderlining on kind of like heartbeat slash lie detector, but more or less mm. being able to see. I'd like to be able to see people's true feelings about myself. Mm. Oh, interesting. So mm. whether or not they are like mother, cousin, brother, stranger down the street, so on, I'd like to see their mm. true, ultimate, true overall. Well, then, then you're reading minds. Okay, but wait, can I add a can I add a caveat to it? Instead of actually you can see it in a color spectrum. So someone that yes. is good to you is a certain color, and people who are like meaning ill to you or something are a different color. Because yes. if you do full do on the full on mind read, I feel like you're gonna have some unfortunate relationships with people. But if you can kind of get the sense of like like a like a light blue is like they're all good, but then it starts to get like darker to almost purples and stuff, and you're like Something's not right. At least you can try and talk you know, to the person. Run up on your dad and it's just straight up black. Oh, like, oh, no. hey. <laughs> Hold on. Dude. Wait, what those, those kind of almost go hand in hand, right? The precog, this the sense, the sensational feeling thing you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. It all kind of like feels like add-ons to your precog powers a little bit. Yeah. But like if you could uh, sense like if you could sense like people's malevolent intentions, would you become like a vigilante? Because like you'd see all these like you would see all these people and like some is yeah. it only towards you or is it in general? Oh, true. Right. Because yeah. you don't know. or Yeah, because you can't tell what it yeah, is it, that makes them that way. Right? I'd, I'd like to make it only towards me, but I'd, it would probably expand into. And then I'd yeah, but like, you know how tortured of a life you live, though? If it I is that life every day. <laughs> Sorry, Lori, repeat that. <laughs> no, I, I, I was agreeing with Toby. Like, it, you'd you'd be you'd be isolated. I feel like you'd get sick yeah. of that shit, and you'd you'd need to be by yourself. Oh my yo, that's, goodness! Yo, Skinny came out with some serious powers. Meanwhile, I'm over serious. here like, let me know when it's my turn because mine's gonna be silly and fun. <laughs> I still I still haven't even had a chance to think about. it. I'm still thinking about how black the future is gonna be at some point. Um, <laughs> I need to know what people are thinking. That's like in my head all the time. I need oh that. no! Hey, you know what? Oh, I think I okay. I have I would power. want the ability to. Here we go. To oh, wow. So you're gonna say fly? Is he gonna say fly? Is he gonna go classic? Not classic. <laughs> See, what I'm thinking in my head is like I want to explore the galaxy. If I can fly, oh. I want to have the ability to fly through the atmosphere and like see what really is out there. Oh, cool. Okay. So I need to be able to breathe there as well. Right. Yeah. So I was thinking, like, is flying enough? <laughs> That's what I was thinking about. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to come back to this. I can't I can't pick. 
I can't no? okay. worry, so, so the so one the silly one that I have that I just thought of while we were talking was the idea. Oh no, I just dropped it. Oh, I totally drew a blank. Okay, my what? original one, <laughs> my original original one, teleportation. Yeah, I was gonna do that. Teleportation, full on, because that I I love the idea that teleporting can get me anywhere I want to go and compare and teleporters versus speedsters are always super interesting to me. Um, Jumper teleportation or night crawler jumping between dimensions before you get to your destination. No, no, just no point to jumper. Point. Okay. Yeah, yeah, point to point. Sure. I don't want to come on. Take the demon no. Well, why no. Would no. The demon? no doesn't, doesn't he no. get like? Doesn't he get stuck in there at one point? He mm -hmm. he goes for a blink into is it limbo and then he yeah. jumps out. So he literally goes teleport limbo teleports to the next yeah, spot. But it's they, so they fast. explain that they explained that in uh, the third X Men, right? Was it? Sorry, oh sorry, Lord. Go ahead. What were you gonna say? But I feel like the way Nightcrawler jumps is safer because he can't jump into a wall or anything because he knows where he's gonna jump to. So I would pick that one. I think. Here you are oh, jumping in and you're in a river. Oh, <laughs> no, but I'm I'm doing point to point. My idea yeah. is that I know where I'm jumping. Yeah, but I'm what not... if you jump? What if you jump somewhere and there's like a fat guy and you jump into the fat guy? Like, you can't just be like jump Egypt and then <laughs> where in Egypt? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, I get what you're saying. Okay, is this like a lock and key scenario where like you have to have seen the place that you're jumping to for like? That's uh, what I was thinking. I'm thinking okay. in my head, I have to have seen that place and know where in I'm a, in going a, in a picture. Anything? Yeah, right. No, but not even just in a picture because I, I mean, I guess in a picture would be fine. But in a picture, looking at the picture once, I I don't know the surroundings. I'm thinking like I'm going to spend a whole lot of money early on because I'm going to be traveling to learn like these places. But once I've like it's all one way tickets, baby, because once Brian goes to Abu Dhabi, he knows where Montreal. I know my okay, own office in Montreal. So it's just like big, expensive flight. First class, one way. It'll take you a few, quite a few years to map out the whole world that way. Sure, <laughs> but I mean that's the fun. No, don't I, I get I guess. To, I, and and I get to. Oh man, you know what? Because then at that point, you also start being friends with the people at the airport. So you're like essentially just jumping back to the airport and leaving the next day. And they're always just like, "How do you get back? <laughs> Who knows, guys? <laughs> Buy my next ticket. Living at the airport, essentially, just have a that's locker a with one. all my stuff in it." Uh, I can't Man, remember what the other one was. It's it sucks though because you had said something that made me think of a crazy power, and then I completely drew a blank on it. That, Who said that something? I was, you uh, skinny had said something, and then oh. I just drew. It was something about the. No, I can't remember it now. <laughs> Maybe it'll come back some... to you. I, I think I have mine. I have okay, at least us, one that I would like to have: the ability to talk to AI or tech. Nope. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. We're already in that world. <laughs> yeah. I can get in anywhere. I can do anything. I can be yeah. anything. Technopath. I have do it. Exactly. I'm down. If I have those powers. I think that that to me would be it. Yeah. But who knows how omniscient and how crazy that'll drive me having access to that much information. <laughs> Dude, but that would be helpful because you could st you could stop you could stop Skynet. Like I feel like that would That's be very useful. Probably or I might <laughs> Skynet. Yo, yeah. right. Lori's out here with a big heart. All I'm thinking is I would hack everything. everything? That's like, what I, I was thinking. Be, yo, yeah. Lori's I said I could like, get in anywhere. Yeah, Lori's just First like, thing I'm doing with that power is save the world. 2.5 like, million into my account. Yeah, one time. Exactly. One time. That's, that's fair. Spot. 
my first thought was Bezos bank accounts. <laughs> you're just redistributing. You're just Robin Hooding. Right, shit. right. I would just sleep a thousand off every rich person so they don't even notice. Ooh, Ooh, smarter. Blah, 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 blah. And then they're just like, what happened? Nothing. Just a thousand off everybody. Every well, rich person. A thousand a day for like a, a thousand a day years. off every one percenter yeah, yeah, per yeah. day. You're good. You're good. Honestly, you probably don't even, if oh, you, you have the what? ability. You probably don't even need to do that. You can just mask your transactions, yeah. put it behind some crazy loop, but they'll never be oh, able yeah, to trace just, it. Make back. it a yeah. bank transaction or your monthly fee. Just go to my account. That, that's a good I mean, one. The other, the other thing for technopaths is technopaths don't exist if they don't want to. Like you, because cameras are networks. Yep. The camera, yes. me, my my oh database, my, my my whole technopaths. I, I'm invincible is, or invisible. Yeah, it is one of the best. Yeah, you are invisible. It is one of the best powers because, at least in this day and age, now yeah. if you if you take a technopath into the past, you ain't doing shit. Not happening. <laughs> yeah, that's the funny part. Oh. Taking a technopath back to like the 70s, and they're the only. Does thing this you mean can I can to, travel through? Technology? Yeah. Oh, are, are you sending your consciousness or are you turning into energy? That's a good question. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Guys, we're, getting, we're getting weird levels today. I, would, I, I saw it as turning into energy and traveling okay. through. So you're thinking like mosaic. Mm-hmm, exactly. Limited like character mosaic. from, uh, yeah. is it Marvel? Basketball player? Uh, was it Marvel? I think he's Marvel. Yeah. Marvel, yeah. Great character, like so sad that that char- that comic never got to go forward because, like, just that idea again, like the traveling yeah. through the network and being connected, man. Technopath. But the problem with Mosaic but- is yeah, he has to like possess people, right? Oh right. yeah, it's true. Good point. Good yeah, point. Yeah. So no, <laughs> Lori, your power. Oh yeah, there we go. There. I've been trying to think. Um, I, I <laughs> teleportation teleportation is definitely up there for me. I'd love to be able to go anywhere. Um instantly not have to travel oh, yeah <laughs> that's where flying comes into play too you know yeah. but teleportation is is way quicker way yeah. quicker. like if i could be a teleporter and my best friend is a technopath yo jeez oh, everything's erased we're just yeah, like it's like hand insane. on your back it's just like let's go to that bank buddy did you <laughs> But like that. deep inside, like I would love to be able to communicate with animals. I think that'd be so fun. Aww. That'd be nice. But I don't think that would accomplish very much. It would just be fun. It oh. might. Whoa, 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 Lori. If you no. could communicate, wait. Are we controlling them or just talking to them? <laughs> just talking. Mm. We're controlling. Because. Well, see, it moves you. away. It moves away from your altruistic side yeah. if you're gonna start controlling animals maybe I can just, like i can just talk with them maybe i can make friends with them but i, I don't think i want to mind control them <laughs> okay because all i'm saying is if you give me the power to control animals i am destroying most of the world with them for sure full-on like going into places where people are like having wars and i'm just all the animals are just wiping out all the like all the evil elephants start crushing stuff tanks are being knocked over by groups of rhinos let's do this that is how i'm going in if i can control them if anymore can talk to more than just fish you do the same thing right Right? that's what i was thinking like (laughs) like aquaman but like way better way better yeah yeah Yeah. let's fuck this shit up because you know what i'm I'm commanding elephants at that point yo elephant dude you know what else you take over ants and mm. dude, you get those dudes to be like, guys, we're destroying this building. 
all right, boss. They burrow in and just start ripping everything apart. You get yeah, all you the get, ants. Because like, there's really a lot of ants, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. Like well, you tell you're the your your Ant Man time is like a million because you're oh Ant Man, yeah. but you're also Elephant Man and you're Cheetah Man. And <laughs> yeah, so I can do pigeon nope, man, nope not making any kind pigeon of pigeon man. Dance. Oh, <laughs> the pigeon, the pigeon poop everywhere! You could drown people in pigeon poop. Like, oh that, my god, the that's dark. of it all. That's okay. gross. That's gross. <laughs> Super dark. Should that be the title? You should. You could drown people in pigeon poop. pigeon poop. I mean, why not? oh my gosh yo we could last week's episode unburden your butthole we weren't allowed to <laughs> we weren't allowed to use that title i had to change the l to a, a uppercase i so Wait. that it wouldn't flag the word butthole because everywhere it was, it? oh that's everywhere that was flagging the word and it's like, butthole? yeah butthole <laughs> everywhere was getting flagged and i was just like what the hell so i realized why and change it to butt hoy, but it's a capital I. So it what if you had like changed the O and butthole to like a zero? zero? I tried that, but it looked weird. So that's oh, why I, I did okay. the capital I because okay. then it's, yeah, still it's not noticeable. Over. The capital I exactly. Yeah, yeah. Butthole wins, baby. We can't make that the title. We can't have butthole the title two weeks in a row. <laughs> we can't. Butthole wins. Great title. Not a butthole wins. <laughs> Also, I don't know if Lori wants the episode about her wonderful comic book, <laughs> right? <No. laughs> hey man, I promise gets, you. Whatever gets the views, that's fine. But the, <laughs> it's not even clickbait because our titles have to do with something that came up in the show, no, right? So, organic, yeah. yeah un unburden yeah. your butthole, as weird as it sounds, came out <laughs> organically. Organically yeah. in the show. That's the craziest part. Like, oh, that's man. something I love about podcasting when people are just like, because sometimes people ask me, like, what are these titles? I'm like, something we said in the show. And people are like, somebody in the show said, unburden your butthole? <laughs> it's like, you got to watch to find out, man. Can't t I can't tell you about it any more than that. You got to watch oh, it. Oh, man. Exactly. Oh, God. <laughs> That's Shoot. hilarious. Uh, so you guys talked about Boba Fett as a TV show. You guys talked about... Uh, Peacemaker. 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 Uh, did you Why guys talk about English? No, but um, anyone keeping not. up with Euphoria or, or Snowpiercer? Uh, Euphoria, I'm gonna watch this weekend possibly because I was the waiting till all the season finale. Oh, I see. No, okay. the full thing. I was waiting till the season was done. Although everything was spoiled for me, so I know ninety percent of the story. I can't I mean, get into that show. I won't. I just why? Oh, interesting. Because it seems like high strung, super drug in Degrassi to me, and I'm just like, I'm cool. Uh, I don't need to see how kids in high school today would act because I'm just, I'm good. I'm. Honestly, I love going on your benders. His description is the reason I do watch the show. Nope, don't, Drugged don't up care. Degrassi. Hey, man, it's a good Canadian fun ride. How am I supposed to watch it's, these kids who can barely walk and like they're all like stumbly and off coke yeah. and this and then they're going to class and like, shut up. Yeah. It's not. It's okay. So one thing to clarify, though, it, it doesn't necessarily glorify it either, though. No, it, no, no. It, it, fine. Oh, that's great. We oh, never yeah, said it, it did. I'm I know some people think it does, which it doesn't. People are weird. Like, I just want to remind people. Just because something is on television does not mean it's glorified. That's yeah. not how that okay. works. Like, That's today's people. They just jump to conclusions of, oh, this is, you know. They, yeah. 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 It's, it's like not, you guys it's, were talking about horror movies. Like, we're not glorifying murder. We're, it's, no. It's, it's I'm just saying how much movie. I like watching people get murdered. But <laughs> not that. Well, <laughs> another statement. <laughs> I like watching the head get I'm cut joking. off. Not... <laughs> uh, <laughs> imagine someone just takes that clip. Oh yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um 
the reason I was bringing up TV shows again is because I recently watched uh, All of Us Are Dead or started oh, watching mm, it on Netflix. Okay, do tell. Uh, and I got to say to Homegirl, who was in All of Us Are Dead and in Squid Games, uh, you, she's the, 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 you know, the girl that at the, when they play marbles with the other girl, she right. tells her like, yeah, like, I understand you're going to have to kill me. It's okay. So and, it's the one she, that says, I understand that stars. Yeah. In this one? Okay. So that girl. So that okay. actress is also in All of Us Are Dead and plays the most hoity toity. I'm wealthy. I don't like welfare kids character. And uh, I mean, I don't want to spoil things for you, but she does somebody nasty in the show. And I've never wanted to watch someone get ripped apart by zombies more in a TV show than her. I want to watch the zombies pull the limbs off of the torso. Oh, That's okay. how mad she made me. Like That's good wow. that she does what? a good job yeah. of making you She feel. does too good of a job, Toby. She's <laughs> <laughs> like some of those actors from 12 Years a Slave where you're just like, why do you say that so easily, sir? That's true. That's how much I dislike her. Because I'm That's... starting to feel like maybe she don't like the welfare kids. And I don't Interesting. Like Hmm. She's a good That's actress, true. though. But the show itself is good. All of us. Yeah, good. yeah. Man. I've been hesitating I, I, to watch it because I feel like there's so much zombie content. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Lately. it is a lot of zombie combat content. I don't like how the zombies were created. I thought that was a little lame, but they don't really stick on that too much. Um, I do. I, I also one of the things that bothered me a little bit, just a little bit, and it, it's. I know it's a horror story, and I know this is a horror trope, but in true horror fashion. No one just leaves. Like, you know, like there's something happening in the house. Let's run to the basement instead of like, I'm going to tell you right now, right (laughs) now, right here. If I live in a house and something's happening and I'm on the second floor out the window, I'd rather do the broken leg. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're not moving with a broken leg. No, no, no. You dip and you land on your shoulder. Sure. Sure. Dislocate that shit. And then you can, right. Whatever, whatever I, it is, I'm out the window. So you're not hiding in the closet. You're not not hiding in the closet. Under the Not bed, hiding in a closet. Under the bed, yes. That's one oh, of the worst ones. Every time every I see that, I'm like, time. And then in gotta, this, so in this show, it the the whole story is about they're on a school campus, and at one point, when everything starts happening, they have the quad at the front of the campus, and you start to see like. Some of the zombies are like in the quad, but there's not enough of them that you can't zigzag around, you know. And no one tries to leave the campus. They're just they're like, get back in the school. And I'm like, you, why are you going back in the school? Go across the field. (laughs) Are they slow? Are they slow zombies? Like they're not dying. Oh, speed zombies. Speed Mm -hmm. zombies. Oh, but I mean, even if they're speed zombies, again. They're speed zombies in a building or speed zombies in an open field. I'd rather take my chances in an open field and try and get across than running down hallways and hopefully they slip and fall every time. Because that's one thing that I hate about speed zombies in these movies. They always slip and fall and somehow my shoe is the only thing they caught on to and I got around the corner on that staircase faster than they could. Get the fuck out of here. How many times are you going to do that before it starts to look ridiculous? Like... Oh, this girl huh. survived by just jumping over the stairwell. Are they? Are they? Times? Are they speed zombies with a? Bra- you know how like they're still somewhat smart. And in some movies, they still make them sort of like. No, they're not. Like they're not. 
like smart enough that like they know how to like open doors or for example the 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 the, the uh, rewind the doors in the school are just sliding doors okay and the zombies never think to just open the sliding door they're just okay. banging on the door run through it if anything yeah they're just trying to run through stuff and like they're banging on the door banging on the glass but no one's ever just like oh <laughs> like the only time the only time one of the zombies does that is because the kids open the door a little bit to grab something and use that as a rope and then the, uh, and then the zombies are like Oh, and then they start trying because now there's an oh, opening. Okay. But before that, sure. they were just like slamming on it. And you're, and I, you're at a school. I feel like there would be a skateboard or a bike or something you could take to leave. Ooh, that's okay. I won't tell you what happens with the bike, but watch the show and you'll see. Oh, so there is a bike very, situation. <laughs> yeah, there's a very good bike scene that I was just like, oh, and I was like, oh, that's fair. <laughs> like it's it's so well done. Like I was just like, all right, I like what you kids did there. <laughs> yeah. Here, here's a question that came up. That's true. If they're all speed zombies, though, won't they never get tired? So running across an open field, there's nowhere to hide. They'll eventually wear you out. Well, I mean, yeah, right. That's the thing. So one of the scenes, and I do agree, that is quite likely to happen to one of the kids because you just have to be faster than the slowest kid. And I'm sorry for the fat kid that was in the show, but oh no, I would 100% convince, hey, I'm the fat kid in the show. So don't get me wrong. I know I'd be the one at the back of the track. But I'm saying, so uh, the fence is there and the zombies don't climb fences. Mm. So once you get to the fence, you can at least try and jump over and save yourself. Because there's a lot of times in the show where the characters realize the zombies don't think to climb. So like at one point, one of the characters literally just takes a ladder and climbs up to the second floor and then kicks the ladder over. And the zombie that did catch a ladder wasn't even trying to climb it. It was just grabbing at the ladder. Like, okay. like uh, I would love it. those. Those are the zombies I want. Cause yeah, like, speedy, but shows, not smart. Exactly. Cause like, um, what's that Brad Pitt one again? Ooh, uh, World World War Z. Yeah, that was creepy. There's that's like, that's that's much. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, just an they could do everything and anything and just to get to you. They remember that, that I don't want that. Yeah, um, yeah. no, no. Twenty eight days later was another one. They were two. Oh, those yeah. ones were also too smart. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I am legend. If you consider them zombies, they're sort of zombies. Oh yeah, vampire zombies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were smart too. Traps and shit. Like they yeah. were great. The fact that they set the traps, I was just like. I, That's I, yo, crazy. I love because I didn't know that I Am Legend is based on a book and yeah. like mm-hmm. I read that whole, book. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I never read it. I, and the whole concept is like, like he's the legend to them. Like yep. that's the. It's not that yeah. like it's you like, lose that in the movie because they don't. Yeah, do yeah. Because when lose I that when, all the way in the movie when it was I Am Legend, I was just like, oh, okay, he's a legend because he figures out how to cure them, and it's like. No, in the book, the idea is like the zombies see him as this myth. Like he's the the boogeyman, and he's He's odd man out. At nighttime, his old neighbors wake up and come to his door and knock on his door every night. And they're like, "Hey, bro, you want to join us this week?" And he's like, "No." (laughs) And then they'll be like, "All right, we'll come back tomorrow." Yeah. The thing about the book though um, is he's not charismatic at all. He's kind of not a likable guy at all. Okay. Um, so I don't recommend the book most of the time because like oh, he's a dick. 
He's, yeah, the main character is, is not likable. Oh, but really? Will, Will Smith kind of does a whole. I, I like what Will Smith does with the main yeah. character because it makes him likable and interesting, and like you get. But in the book, like you're like, I don't really care if this guy dies. Like he's yeah. a dick. Has Will Smith ever played an asshole other than and Hancock doesn't count because okay, that's I not, oh I was gonna say I, I was gonna, yeah right how, that, how does that not count because I feel like Hancock has a, there's a lot of fair factors as to why he acts yeah. that way he doesn't remember anything and he's being treated like shit all the time yeah. uh, so I get why he's a grumpy homeless superhero but I can't like you know. The only other movie I can think of where he's a little bit of an asshole is the After Earth, where he's the the dad that's kind of with no emotion, Hayden. sort of. Yeah, uh, he's like the one with uh, Kevin Smith there. Hitch? No, is that Hitch? 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 Hitch yeah, no. he was, he was an asshole in Hitch. He was an asshole in Hitch. Yes. Wow. Before, I, okay. Before he realized, like you know, his oh. ways were wrong, he was an asshole. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like Before he's, he learned yeah. his lesson, yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, that's fair. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, he, he's kind of like The Rock in that in that yeah. sort of space where they don't really play bad guys, really, like Deadshot. Deadshot? Um, Deadshot. Even Deadshot was lovable. Mm. Yeah. I'm doing it for my kid. Get the fuck out yeah. of here, murderer. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Are you, you going to be like, I'm doing it for my kid and just out here murdering people, being like, yeah, man, uh, I'm yeah. mad at Batman. He put me behind bars. Yeah, because you were murdering people. <laughs> like you can't. What? <laughs> what? What was that movie? Focus. Was he an asshole in that movie? He's With a Margot con Robbie. man. Yeah, yeah, he's a con. It's like a con. I don't know if he's an asshole as much as he's a con man. But okay, yeah, that's fair. I guess maybe because that's the thing. I think what I'm trying to say is like he's still a lovable. He's still likable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like a likable rogue and all. You're still things. rooting for him. <laughs> yes. Have we yeah. ever watched him? And even in Hancock, you're still rooting for him to get better, especially at the end yeah. when you're like you're generally rooting for him because you're like now that you understand the full story, you're just like I almost kind of want you to be with Charlize Theron's character. I feel bad that like the you guys greatest are- sequel never told. Oh, facts. I would totally love to see that yes. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Hawkman and Hot Girl, straight up. Yeah, true. yeah, they really did. That's true. That mm-hmm. is really the story they did there. They just wrote a better hot, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, what else have you guys been watching? Anything else? Ooh. Any other TV shows that we want to make? I, I, I'm, I'm kind of annoyed with Netflix with their whole releasing things on a weekly basis thing now. It really. Well, what are you really mad about? It's just Snowpiercer, for example. Okay. Or, but that's, or even, that's because or, that's a TNT original, though. That's why I, I, yeah. I get it. I get it. I just hate that it is on Netflix and it's happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else? Ozark splitting the final season up in two like that. Yeah. HBO plays. That's yeah. I, I know. I don't. I don't like it. But that's that's what you do when you have a hot commodity. You want people to come back. You're you're like. Guys, final season, final season. Oh my god, it's the final season. We all gotta watch. Final season, cut in half. Here's We're gonna a, give you four episodes now yeah, and three a, later. Yeah. It's the first half it's of the final so season. Bad. It's just like, so do you mean this is the second to last season? No, 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 nope. no. Not penultimate, ultimate, mm-hmm. but just ultimate <laughs> delayed. Season. It's like fuck off. Like again. <laughs> I started watching uh Severance. Like what oh, I've seen love so that far show. from the first three episodes. I told you. Yeah, yeah, I told really you. good. Apple really TV. Good. I I keep telling people Apple TV is doing uh, quality over quantity. They don't have a lot of shows, but the shows that they're putting out solid every mm. time, every time. And uh, uh, and Star raised Trek by Discovery? wolves. Sorry, Lori. Star Trek Discovery. 
Yeah, girl, love it. Are you a trekker? Are you, yeah, yes, yeah. Are you excited for Picard coming back? I have been. This is the whoa, one whoa, show. Well, why, why, why the side? I have been avoiding Picard, and the only reason is because I don't want to get sad about how old he is. But he's. <laughs> but he, I okay. love Picard. Picard's my favorite captain. Like, don't get me wrong, he's my okay. favorite. But like, he's I'm no nervous about older, watching Picard specifically older. because it seems like it's about him being old. Okay, that's so interesting you say that. That's what Dave do we said. Feel, do we feel the same way about him as Professor X? But no, but that's what Dave said. Remember, Dave in, said the in exact Logan, same. Yes, if yes, in Logan. Mm, so you're you're picturing Professor X, Logan for Picard. <laughs> like okay, he, yeah. I'll tell you, he's he is that old. I'll admit it. But it's kind of fun because they have <laughs> Patrick Stewart in like an aged Patrick Stewart doing more than he ever did when he was on next generation. He's okay, yeah. running from stuff. He's like explosions behind him. He, he's like, he's on a like special ship with like a, a, a sassy pilot. And like this girl that essentially got kicked out of the Academy or kicked out of Starfleet because of him, but he's always had her back anyways. Like they're really playing up the whole like ragtag team of space okay. pirates. So it's not um, depressing. No, it's fun. Like okay. I don't think he would have came back for something less than that, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, it's fun. It's it's yeah. it's it's not about just him being an elderly man. There are okay. definitely uh th there's great scenes about like diplomacy and like the idea of like Picard is seen as like this type of captain who did these things, and now Starfleet is like, we don't want like kind of like how Marvel and Stan Lee, like Yes, you were part of our history, but we want to be more than just the Stan League Club. And and you can feel that st some of the people in Starfleet are just like, yeah, yeah, he's the guy who helped Wolf 359. Yeah, okay. He, but like, there's others, you know, mm -hmm. it's not just Kirk and Picard, you bastards. And yeah. so there's other people trying to like lay their track. And so there's a lot of him getting pushback on stuff because he keeps trying to, and he has like, yeah, there's some really cool stuff. And and uh no spoiler but uh if you're a true fan there's a lot of stuff with the romulans in him that are really good oh nice okay yeah. so if you know you're selling history. me okay <laughs> yeah yeah good all right let's go Picard. Season yeah one, i think season this discovery i kind of slowed down during halfway through season three so i haven't really gotten into season four yet my um, issue with discovery is i love the show but discovery is a procedural that focuses on the, like the main character a lot, as opposed to how TNG was a procedural where like this week's it's a data and Jordy episode right. this week. It's a Picard and, and this week it's Riker and Diana this week. Okay. It's Crusher this week. It's Wesley. Whereas like discovery is just like Burnham, 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 mm -hmm. Burnham. That's true. Burnham, and she, Burnham. and she can be frustrating. She oh, can be very frustrating. You're so frustrating. To the fire. So yeah, but season right. four, season four, I find that it gets a little like they focus on other people and they bounce around more. And she, well, I don't want to spoil anything. But wait, is this is this season four? Isn't yeah. it? Oh, okay, so. you find that they're focusing less on her. I feel like it's so much about her and book, like Romeo and Juliet style. Like yeah. they love each other. We must tell their story for the ages. That's fair. <laughs> I think if anything, last season, yeah. the second to last season, where they like finally come back from time travel, and it's just like 
like she wasn't even with them for the first few episodes, which I thought was cool. Yeah, and I was just okay. like, they're like, here's her, here's their story, here's her story, here's their story, here's her story. Yay, we're all back together. Here's the whole story, and it's like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, Wait, and they've come back. It... They've come. Sorry, go ahead. No, sorry, it's okay. Go finish. I was gonna say they've come back in season four to. Um, in season one, they had her monologuing a lot. Oh yeah, a little annoying. Um, they have her doing more you know, morality monologues. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Here's, here's a long speech about why we should do this thing. Cause we're better. And then in season one, it was just like, here's a long speech. Why I started a war. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude. It's, I still it, like it though. I still, oh, yeah, really yeah, like yeah, yeah. I'm not, my complaint is not uh criticism, a negative criticism. It's if anything, like I like what you're doing. I would like you to just focus on, some of the other characters a little bit more like you know i wouldn't mind seeing like why you know detmer and so on and uh O'Day. oh well, damn i forgot her name um but the two ensigns uh, at the helm yeah. like those two seem like such a cool couple to like uh, it's a cool team it'd be nice to see more of their story have you watched lower decks a no. little bit i like okay. it it's it's great yeah, Toby, is that the you comedy? Is that the comedic one? Yeah, the comedic animated one. Yeah. Okay, with Jason Manzukis. Uh, no, you're talking about uh, start uh, the one that has Janeway on it, the Nickelodeon show. Oh, Prodigy. I see. Okay. Star Trek Prodigy. Mm, I have not okay. watched that, but Star Trek okay. was like is like if Rick and Morty and Star Trek yes. were. No, I haven't seen that. Yeah. <laughs> ridiculous. It's really yeah, it's funny. Uh, okay, guys, we have geek news to get to. I know the show's almost done, folks. It happens fast, but that's, that's <laughs> so fast. By so fast. The nature of the beast. Geek news and rumors. Uh, before we even start with the geek news and rumors, I think it's fair that we all take a moment to remember that we are going to see uh, the rise of a new generation of Batman fans. Oh. With this oh. new Batman movie, <laughs> I was like, I was waiting for something more dramatic than. That. <laughs> I know, yeah. yeah, I made it. Dra- I, you know, why I made it dramatic because the fucking Batman movie is dramatic as hell, yeah, and I, I felt guess, like I, I needed to true. make it dramatic for these kids. So, to all you kids out there who are first ge- like new to this shit, uh, this your Batman movie always feels like it's the best Batman movie. I just want yeah, you yeah. to understand that. That's how it true. works. That's true. So. I, 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 I'm not saying I I'm seeing it on Friday and I'm not saying I'm going to automatically assume it's not a great movie, but y'all giving this movie 10 on 10s across the board everywhere I'm looking is unnatural and it's not possible for a movie to get perfect scores from everybody. I've been seeing that too. I've been seeing high, high, high reviews too high. There's no movie on earth that gets 10 on 10s everywhere. Either the, the WB is paying people or something's going on because it doesn't make sense. Doesn't yeah, make we'll, sense. Yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm definitely expecting that whole like seven thriller kind of dark emo Batman and not yeah. like what we're used to, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. For I, I don't see him really being that. And his name's going to be Vengeance for most of the movie. Oh, God. It's like, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, the reason, really? well, the reason, uh, sorry? Batman year really two. Vengeance? Yeah. Oh God, it's gonna be silly. They don't what? Yeah. The, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, they I say it, they say it in almost every trailer. <laughs> they ask me what his name that. is. He says I'm Vengeance. 
Catwoman calls him vengeance at a certain point in the trailer. Like I, can I see think that. I think I can he actually it. yeah. I don't know how you go from vengeance to Batman, oh, I swear if this movie ends with like you're not vengeance, you're the Batman. I'm forever and no, skinny no. just ruined the the end of the movie for you, kid. I am forever burning. You, you know what? You know what? Let's predict this. The end of the movie is the Joker coming out and being like, Oh you're no, not vengeance, you're the bat, Batman, oh. and starts laughing. Just, just no, no, dude. <laughs> I could see the Joker coming out and doing something like oh, that. Oh, for but sure. I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind the Joker coming out. Oh, I wouldn't mind it. I'm just annoyed that it's it's so predictable that we just predicted it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll man. See. Yeah, guys, that's what we're saying. We're see. We're, I, I'm. Yeah. I am going to watch all three of the Nolan films tomorrow evening before I watch the the other one on Friday, just to just so that I have a fresh idea of what a good batman is the day before did you not like the nolan batmans <gasps> Lori, okay. let's talk okay geek news and rumors pause let's rewind to some view <laughs> the right thing conversation Uh-oh. i Hit feel us. bad i'm shitting on all these things on your no, show no 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 that's the whole point you need we need people point. who can remind us hey you know that thing you love it actually <laughs> no. can, was kind of shitty no. let me explain why that's what nerds do Lori. that's what let's nerds do it do. <laughs> I'm not militant. Like, I don't want to be militant about it. Um, yeah, I just... Uh, okay. I, the second movie is the best one. Of course. It's yes. acceptable. I like Heath Ledger yes. a lot. Mm-hmm. He does a great yes. job. I do not like Christian Bale. I, he just... He permanently sounds like he has laryngitis. And I can't get absorbed in the movie at all because he just sounds ridiculous. Okay. Um, and I then get that. The, the third movie, like Bane, is ridiculous, and yeah. his voice is ridiculous, and it's just, it's just not. I don't get it. I don't. Yeah. It's not. I don't know. The it's second movie think... feels. It feels like a Batman movie. He feels more like Batman, but he's still really just annoying. Like yeah. as yeah. Batman, I don't. I could see that. I think. I think that was the biggest thing. Um, it, actually, funny enough, if you go back to the very, very, very first teaser trailer for Batman Begins, mm. his voice is different in that trailer. Oh, but I think the director did. He was kind of doing more of a whispery Batman voice. But I think the director didn't like that and told him to change it. And he kind of changed it to where it evolved into this grunt <laughs> yeah. Batman voice. Um, and I think Rob Pattinson kind of took notice and took. Uh, went back and and discussed. He literally, I think, the voice was like a big thing for him in this movie. Oh, I can imagine, yeah, yeah, to yeah. make sure that he he gets it right, at least what comes naturally to him. So we might get a bit more of a whispery Batman voice and less of that. Like, um, I can't even do it because it's so yeah, like yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so cookie monster ash. <laughs> and they mix it weird too. Like, like yeah. they mix yeah. his voice weird and they mix Bane's voice very. I saw the. I think I saw all three of them in the theater, and in the theater, Bane's voice is just like it was inaudible. Yeah, yeah, you hear it. Yeah. They did say that. They did say that there was a lot of like when the first trailer dropped for the third one, and everyone's reaction was like, "You can't! What the hell is this guy saying?" And they're like, "Uh oh, <laughs> people, people can't understand." We know what he's saying, yeah, because you're on set and you read the script. Like you know what he's saying because you know what to expect, you morons. If yeah, no that kind of gave Nolan a bad rap for like sound design, didn't it? After that, yeah, I feel like every movie after that, people were like making complaints. They look at his sound now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but. I, I mean, he does it. Tenant had bad sound. Tenant, Tenant was bad. I like couldn't, same thing. I couldn't really yeah. hear much. So that's, I, I feel like he likes a big sound. That's something he's admitted, but like, 
at that point, it's like, dude, it's the sound can't be so big that people don't understand what's going on around them. Yeah. Uh, okay. basically, basically, what I remember about the Nolan Batman movies is Heath Ledger. Like yeah. uh, Alan is saying in the comments, like I remember Heath Ledger. I remember his performance. And then I just remember how annoying all the voices are. Like, I don't. Yeah. And, and like I, Scare, Scarecrow, like Cillian Murphy is like, he's a great yeah. actor, but like Scarecrow, I don't know. Just, Listen, I'll give you slander on the third one, but you can't diss the first yeah. one. Batman <laughs> Begins is a classic, you monster. Yeah. How dare you? No, I mean, I, 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 I love them. I love the first two. I definitely the third yeah. one. I the third one I put up with because it's part of the same franchise, and Nolan is a very good director. That's and there probably was like that why whole like potential it. Robin thing that was like yeah, going into yeah. it, which didn't really pay off in the end. But whatever. Very sad because they, they, they keep making Batman movies, and Batman isn't likable. Like you, you just, where's Batman? Can we please give her the the trophy of yes? Because. <laughs> We how many how many times have I said it? How many times uh-huh. have we said it on the podcast? Stop making Batman content for. Yep. I, I've now I now have an official like seven years no Batman. You said it <laughs> seven years no Batman. You can do Bat Family. Batman's yeah. not there, and yeah. not CW Bat Family where they're butchering and. And 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 also give them their own rogues. Please stop with the we got poison ivy number two over here. It's this somebody's cousin. It's like why are you fucking bringing <laughs> is that versions? Your, is that your Brooklyn Harley Quinn accent? It's, right I there? don't know. I was just making fun of the horrible decisions being made over at the CW. And to the CW uh, people, I would love to work with you to fix that because someone yeah. is messing up. There's and, no fixing that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Left. You're right. The only thing that I'm excited about on the CW one was that I do love Black, uh, uh, Ryan Wild, I think is her name, the Batwoman that currently has the black black actress, um, okay. and I do like that they Lucius's son is uh, Batwing, the black guy in the, in the armored oh, suit. Okay, yeah, that's. True. I did like seeing those two things, but bringing you know Poison Ivy back as like. This person gets infected and becomes the new Poison Ivy. Batman has how many rogues that you guys keep using the same five over and over? Oh, yeah. Anyways, um, back to the news. The reason we were talking about Batman off the top was uh, AMC is going to be charging more for the Batman tickets as part of a variable pricing experiment, meaning that movies in high demand will have a higher price. They're already doing this in Europe in some areas, and they're saying that this is a pretty fair standard thing to do because when you go to a game, if you get tickets for a hockey game or like a sporting event for a more popular team, sometimes oh, those tickets are more expensive. They and, are assholes. You want to know just why? like that? It's people, over for movies. I, I guys, I don't, I don't so. know. Devil's advocate. I, so I this don't is, know this is what I, I was gonna say. Yeah, I think it's gonna work. People are gonna go. Yeah. Anyway. They're, they're I think just. It's gonna weed out the people that aren't as interested. That's what it's gonna do. Yeah. You want to see the Batman in a comfortable theater and see it in the theater? You got to pay almost 20 bucks. You want to see Uncharted that's been out for five weeks? Here, pay 15. What do we care? I feel, I feel like that's not a selling point for me, though. Like, you want to go see Batman and get your, your chair kicked by kids? Pay 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. Like... no, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, I, you're not wrong. I think you you guys are both hanging the nail on the head in that it really is going to be a test to see 
Like this is an experiment. They'll see how it goes. Mm -hmm. If people feel like they got ripped off, it's not going to work in the future because those people will never come back for another movie that's at a higher Dang. price. So I'm I'm interested because I think this could be. I hope it doesn't spread because I I already have my Cineplex uh, Cine Club where I get my free movie every month and all the bonus ones I have to pay extra and I don't want to have to pay extra for one damn movie <laughs> over another, but. That's tough. That's yeah. interesting that it took them this long to implement something this, what's the word? Almost devil, almost evil. Ruthless? <laughs> like, I was going to say ruthless. ruthless. Capitalist? Yeah. Yes. Capitalist. Yeah. I mean, they're all right. synonyms, folks. Ruthless, capitalist, <laughs> they're all synonyms. <laughs> dang, that's deep. Because like, yeah, I'll probably still go watch it, but like, dang. Yeah. Yeah. Sheesh. Uh uh, Ariana DeBose to play Calypso and Craven the Hunter as per deadline. I still um, would love to see what this Craven movie is about with yeah. the characters they've announced and yeah, Calypso why, with no Spider-Man. They're all Spider-Man adversaries. Yeah. Calypso, Chameleon, and Craven the Hunter so far for the movie. Okay. Well, I'm expecting I mean, an Andrew Garfield announcement at some point. Like he's going to be in this. I somehow. agree with you. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. I hope so. It's crazy. I hope so. Uh, and then the last piece of news and something I think everyone's going to be really excited because the last time we reported on this, it was unfortunate news. And this is more positive news. John Yay. DiMaggio to return to Futurama. He's worked out his deal with them and he is coming back to voice Bender. Uh, hooray, hurrah, all around. Uh, skinny's face. Yeah, what, yeah. what's going on Was there? that bad, Skinny? What you, oh. I mean, no, we talked. You're muted, by the way. You muted. Yeah, you're, sorry. You're muted. You are muted. Hit us, hit us. Oh, sorry. The kid is screaming. That's why. Um, I didn't care for a few drama when it's on. That's why. Oh, well, that's fair. Yeah. Mm. If you didn't okay. like it originally, then you're. Yeah. I love Futurama, man. I was it was for me. It was like a massive like switch from The Simpsons. The Simpsons yeah. became too cookie yeah. cutter at one point, and I just remember yeah. Futurama. The first episode, I was like, Yo, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like yeah. that. And yeah, you can't do it without Bender. Like, come on. Yeah, I agree. I'm still concerned that. Uh, I'm hoping that the, they've all worked it out, the emotional trauma of him being like, I'm not coming back. Because I feel like whatever they did originally that made him be like, I need more, guys. Uh, I'm hoping also that he didn't get more than the others because he was originally fighting for everybody to get more. And if mm. he just got more in the end and they didn't, I see that becoming an issue down the road. I think they called his bluff and he said, all right, cool. But then the fans, it comes out to the fans, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. You it can't bring something game. back for the fans without a fan favorite. It just doesn't yeah. make sense. How many times are you going to bring it back, though? This is like the third yeah. time. Let yeah. It die. <laughs> Let it die. Well, you never liked it, so you can't Let say it that. die. Let it die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's Let fair. If you never liked it, how are you going to say let it <laughs> no, die? No, but like if they turn around and the next year they're like, we're finally canceling The Simpsons, and then they don't bring that back once. Fuck you! I don't want. I don't want the show. Simpsons to ever come back once. It's I don't done. want the Simpsons to ever go. But the way these people are oh doing their God. shit, You're I'm not. Crazy. I'm not. Am I crazy? Am I crazy? Where are we gonna go for oh all my predictions God, in the action. future without the Simpsons? I'd, live action Simpsons? Is that what you just said? Yeah, Lori. I'm just because everyone's making live action and reboots and stuff right now. So I feel yeah, like leave the Simpsons. What does a live? What does a live action Simpsons look like? It's, ho uh, it's horrible. Looks like live action Sailor Moon. <laughs> oh, did you see the clip that uh, A Dubs posted of live action Sailor Moon? Yeah, no, but those no. are pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> creepy. Shout outs to uh, Andrew, but that he posted it up on his socials uh, the other day, and I, I saw it on his wall, and I was like, 
this is possibly one of the creepiest and weirdest things I've ever seen. Also, you just feel like you're watching something inappropriate because it's teenage girls getting like half naked and then putting on outfits and you're like, makeup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was weird. Um, but yeah, man, that's that guys. That's the whole kitten caboodle boodle um, yeah that was the whole show it's a wild adventure i just want to say once again uh i think it's scrolling across the bottom right now uh did i write it properly i did right yeah perfect um yeah you had mentioned working with kickstarter for a lot of the pro projects uh as pre-order uh what's the status right now i just wanted to pull that up right there Oh, it looks like I'm. I have more money than I do because it's in Canadian money. That's <laughs> yeah, Canadian like, funds will do that. It went up yeah. like three thousand. <laughs> How we do? Canadian support. It's, <laughs> so this is our anthology. Uh, we run it once a year. It's called Elsewhere. We have a bunch of we have pro comic creators. We have brand new comic creators all working together. Uh, different stories, different genres. They're all united by Elsewhere. So it kind of jumps around between each story. Cool. Uh, it's 150 pages so like if you just like comics and you like all kinds of comics this is the kind of thing that you want to get it's it's awesome um and we're offering uh i think the first volume sold out but volume two and three are available and then we have hoodies and t-shirts and stuff because i'm a sucker for those so that's so awesome i am also gonna order unthinkables and what was it super i'm curious about that one too real quick i get i mean we really do have to sign off but are you of the like do you prefer digital comics these days or do you prefer the classic paper Lori? for me i like physical books okay um i just like how it feels it's easier to read for me i like yep. it um That's right. but of course like you know our fans we sell digital and physical just because i know sometimes like you're supporting so many people or you're buying so many comics like yeah. i have stacks of long boxes like oh, i might yeah. have to start doing some digital here and there <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 i know toby similarly i i've pretty much started shifting to digital and mostly because my partner was just like you know i have like five long boxes in that closet just yeah. you can't put anything else in there. And my partner was just like, I love your collection, but you collect many things. <laughs> Case in point behind me and then five long boxes. And then yeah. I'm wearing a cap and I have six caps in front of me on this table along and with many the more other, and <laughs> many along more. with the other 50 caps downstairs. So I understand why she has this mind of maybe stop collecting the physical of everything that you like to collect. Um, and that's fair. I think it I guess it gets a little. It's much, true. Yeah. There is a, definitely a feel, man. There's nothing like just turning the page. Digital, my eyes get tired. I, I don't know. I just, but that's, hey, fair. that's just me. Yeah. yeah. No, I do it with I do it with Switch and PS4 games too. I like having the box with the art and the yeah. And, you know, it's just a box with a cartridge, and you stick it in, and or with the PS4, yep. you stick it in, and it has an 80 gig update because there's like there's yeah. not really a game on there. Like yeah, yeah. that's I'm, crazy. I, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. <laughs> Great point. Wow. Yeah. I'm over I'm over here talking about I want to be a technopath and I'm like stuck in like archaic mode. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um yeah, that's the whole show. We want to thank you so much, Lori Foster, for coming through yeah. and repping for unlikely heroes. 
studios. Uh, we had such a blast speaking with you and discussing all the stuff. Hopefully you had fun. Um, yeah, that was awesome. Thank you guys. We'll definitely, definitely be having you back. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everybody watching, visit the Kickstarter, support it. They have 48 hours left for about that, 46 hours. Um, yeah. Go to unlikelyherostudios.com, cop all that stuff. Everything looks yeah. great. The art is great. Colors are great. Go ahead and get that. I've got me a couple that were sent, but still love it. It's all on the bottom below. Links are going to be it's in the description great. below. Yeah. So, yeah. It's all there. I love you guys. Uh, and don't forget, once again, this episode sponsored by our Nerd wonderful Stoke. friends at Nerdstock. Uh, so make sure to check out uh, shanksevents.ca. We are done. We are out. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And we'll be back with another episode. La semaine prochaine, as the kids like to say. Peace all, everybody. And that's, uh, that's my crazy accent. <laughs>